0: Time to take a look at the semiconductor group. Of course, Micron with the downgrade today, that's under pressure, but so many names to comb through. Let's bring in Lee Bull, Senior Manager, Trader Education at Charles Schwab, and John Mowry, CIO at NFJ Investments Group. Thank you both for being with us. So, Lee, I'll start with you, your thoughts on the chip space overall. I know you have a look here at Broadcom, which is on your mind. Tell me a little more.
1: Yeah, let's start with the overall sector, Nicole. The positive, there's positives and negatives, just like there are for everything. But the positives here are, I think, greater AI capabilities are coming along that should lead to higher demand. I think also the pandemic has uh, basically changed the landscape where more people are working from home, which increases uh, the need for chips. Also, there is an improving demand for 5G with uh, demand for smartphones, uh, which should add to, especially the mobile chip makers. There are negatives though, Nicole, that the conflict between Russia and Ukraine has added concerns about neon gas and materials like palladium. Also the greatest risks that uh, many people are talking about right now is there is a chance that companies are going to start, since there's the shortage, double ordering, which means later the demand might go down. And I would say that earlier this week, Mercedes came out and said that their chip shortage is uh, is not that severe and they're almost back to uh, pre-pandemic production levels. So I think you got to watch that as well.
0: Yeah, and that's a good big picture. Hold the thought on Broadcom. I do. I know you. There's something you like about that stock, uh, John. Your feature today is Lam Research. Your big picture, and then your thoughts on Lam Research.
2: Great uh, to see you again, Nicole. Uh, yeah, I'll start with just the overall thought on the on the semi space, and then touch on Lam. Um, you know, if you think back uh, to the fourth quarter of 2018, everyone remembers that was a tough period for the equity markets, not unlike today. Uh, Tim Cook came out in January of 19. 19- talked about the challenges in the semiconductor space, the smartphone challenges with uh, relationships with China and the U.S. And Apple stock fell 10 percent that day. Uh, Since then, Apple stock's up nearly 300 percent. So when you get these dislocations in the market and when the storm clouds are there, it can create opportunities. And to put that in historical context, the uh semiconductor index the SOX, that was down roughly 15 percent in the fourth quarter of 18. now we're down roughly 25 percent year to date so that's a pretty big dislocation and if you look at the semiconductor space relative to the more defensive areas like staples and utilities you're seeing the widest dislocation since march of 20 and 4 of 18. So when we see those big dislocations in areas that are more cyclical relative to defensives that tells us that investors have rushed to safety and they're dumping anything that's cyclical so pivoting to lamb uh, lamb research is one of the larger uh, semiconductor companies out there in the semi uh, equipment space uh, when i started in the business back in 2006 i was told the only thing more cyclical than semiconductors was semiconductor equipment uh, but the reality is semiconductor equipment has become much more stable, as Lee pointed out, because the end markets have matured, whether it's industrial, automotive, smartphones. I don't know how many chips I've got uh, in this room or on my body currently with my watch and phone, but it's a lot more than we had 15 years ago. So those end markets have matured substantially. And Lam Research, as an example, has a very sustainable uh, dividend of over 1%, growing at 15%, uh, very attractive margins in the 30s. And because of that, it has pricing power. And it also was trading at just 13 times earnings. It was trading at 25 times earnings just uh, a year and a half ago. So the multiple has been chopped in half. And to contrast that back with Hershey or some of the staples uh, that I I mentioned, uh, Hershey's trading at nearly 30 times earnings with half the growth rate of lamb research. So something that we've been telling investors is, would you rather have chocolate chips or semiconductor chips here? Uh, Chocolate chips are fun to eat, but semiconductor chips may make a much better investment for
0: yeah, and as you said, 13 times earnings versus 20 times or 25 times uh, prior. So maybe it was a little of the baby out with the bathwater on that one, is your point. Um, AVGO Lee, quickly on this one.
1: Right. So uh, positives and negatives here on uh, Broadcom. I think the positives kind of outweigh the negatives, though. They have a lot of recurring revenue based on multi year contracts, uh, which is more than their competitors. And obviously, the market likes recurring revenue. Uh, They also are going to get cost synergies from their VWare acquisition. However, you got $30 billion of debt getting taken on with that, which is more than their cash. But they have a very good history of paying that down So, um, in previous acquisitions. Uh, Also, the VMware acquisition, assuming it closes, supposed to be in 2023, should give much greater software exposure, about 49 percent of sales post uh, deal that improves that's a higher margin business than some of their their chips there are negatives though nicole um you know they have a big relationship with uh, apple right and if apple changed the f bar chips that they are using that could be a real negative
0: yeah you mentioned apple my mind is on the worldwide developers conference next week too Nice to see you both. Excellent job on these semiconductors. Beautiful breakdown. Lee Bull, Charles Schwab, John Mowry of NFJ Investments Group. Thank you.